I was thinking about doing some gambling myself. You know, just a little bit of money. Maybe doubling it and doubling it several more times. I don't know. Kind of just for fun. I was thinking, do you have any tips or ideas about sure things? Welcome into another edition of By the Hook. Colby Powell, Andrew Gilman with you on a Wednesday NFL Week 1 in the books. How did Week 1 treat you, Andrew? Were you uh, successful somewhere in the middle or was it terrible? Well, I'll take my medicine. I told you back in May that I loved the uh, Texans. And man, if the Texans aren't the hardest damn watch in the NFL, I love Deshaun. I think he's great. But man, they don't do enough winning and they don't do enough covering for my taste and I keep betting them and I keep betting them and I keep losing the Chiefs are the play and the Chiefs are the square play and I thought I was just being smarter than everyone I was wrong on that however however Colby I love my 50 to 1 Arizona Cardinals that are by the way down to 25 to 1 now to win the NFL I loved them against the 49ers and I am betting on the come up on a second year uh, skyrocket from Kyler Murray. They look good in week one and there's no reason to think with DeAndre Hopkins who just makes you better in a hundred different ways that this isn't an upstart team. Yes, no, I love the Cardinals. Um, I even told you whenever I picked the Chiefs in week one, I said this is absolutely a square play. But part of my theory is I love Deshaun Watson and I hate Bill O'Brien. I just, I, I just that's a good combination. Yep. Everything that he, I think, I think Deshaun Watson needs saved from Bill O'Brien, and I don't know if it's going to happen. But DeAndre Hopkins was able to get out of that situation in Houston, and he's gotten himself into a better one in Arizona. Yep. Ky- Kyler yep. just, and I think it was Larry Fitzgerald who says it. He just doesn't really have any weaknesses. And, you know, he can run. He's faster than anybody else on the field. He's got a cannon. He's accurate. He's a great decision maker. His football IQ is second to none. I saw a stat where he ran 13 times. And of those 13, he was only hit once. And it was kind of a grazing hit. He didn't get hit hard at all. Well, same as when he was at at OU, he never really got hit. Uh, And we sort of knew this. It, we didn't know it immediately, but when Kyler Murray took over for Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield was coming off of some really impressive seasons, some big-time wins. There was comebacks, there was playoffs, all of that stuff. And there wasn't a lot of people saying that Kyler was going to be better than Baker Mayfield until about midway through the season. And now it doesn't even look close. It just doesn't. And Baker Mayfield, he looks like he's still struggling to me. And I know it's only week one, and I know it's the Browns, and I'll say this, and I'm betting the Browns this week. I think they're a good play. But Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray are not close right now. No, they're not close, and I don't think they'll be close again. After Baker's rookie year, which would have been Kyler's senior year in college, um, back when I was with the franchise, I declared on air that Kyler would be better than Baker and that it wouldn't be close. And, look, I got a lot of predictions wrong, so I don't want to yep. uh, toot my own horn too much. But I got that one very right, and I got a lot of grief for it because people around here love Baker, and I get it. Three years, yep. Heisman Trophy. You they know, should. He was, they should. Yeah, he was Mr. OU. I totally get that, but it has just all – gone very, very wrong in Cleveland. So f- flipping the switch now to this week, you said that you actually mm-hmm. like Cleveland tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And I'm showing them at minus six. And I know yep. that it's the Bengals. I know it's Joe Burrow's first time to ever play yep. a game with three days in between. But, yep. God, I struggle to lay six with a Cleveland Browns team that, t- to me, I-, I think the word team shouldn't even be used yep. to describe the Browns. They're just a bunch of coworkers no. who show up on Sunday to go to work. <laughs> That's a great point. You know, the only people that call it a team 
in, in those situations are bosses who know that their team sucks and they're trying to pull them together in some way. That is a great analogy there. Uh, however, I love Week Two NFL every year. You know why, Colby? Because overreaction. Bad teams, bad teams lose, we overreact. Good teams win, we overreact. Bad teams win, we doubly overreact. And in the case of Cincinnati, they probably should have had that game, right? They were they were laying, they were getting three. I think it was right on that number. Uh, but Cleveland lost to a top two or top three team. I don't have any problem with the way they lost. They're not good enough to keep up with that Ravens team. They're going to be good enough to beat this Bengals team on a Thursday night in this spot. They're not a good team in this spot at home on a short week. It doesn't get better for Cleveland. Anyone else on a short week, you could talk me out of it. But laying less than a touchdown, I like Cleveland. It's not my favorite play of the week, but it's a pretty good one to start off Thursday night, starting off the weekend 1-0. and Yeah, it's one that I would probably avoid just because I, I, I don't like the rookie Joe Burrow aspect of it on the short week because it's his first time ever doing it. It's, it's tough. They're coming off a heartbreaking loss where Randy Bullock missed a 28-yard field goal and then said that both of his calves started to cramp right as he went to kick the football, which was an Uh interesting coincidence. But I want to ask you about another team because one of the games that I got very right last week was Packers and Vikings. And I'm looking at a line now, and you talk about week two overreactions. Indianapolis lost to Jacksonville in week one. Jacksonville had an over-under of four and a half, and they won over Indy in week one. Indianapolis is a three-point favorite currently over Minnesota on Sunday, and that one is playing with my head a little bit. Yeah, that's a good one there. Uh, I, I sort of like, I, I just think that Rivers is done. I think he's paper mache at this point. I, I don't trust him. They lost that game because of him. Uh, and they're certainly better than that Jags team. I do think that um, the overreaction in that game, that, that might be a stay away game. The, where I would pull up the overreaction is the other side of it. Uh, Green Bay minus the six against the Lions. I think the Lions were fine in that game. They, they did everything right for three and a half quarters. They throw a bad interception. DeAndre Swift, what was that drop, man? Yeah, I mean, they had the game won. The, the game was won, and DeAndre Swift but, just dropped the football. Not only did he just drop it, he dropped it like you or I would drop it in that situation, and we've never played in the NFL. I mean, that, that drop was so bad and so egregious that it makes you feel like you can never back the Lions. I think the Packers made Aaron uh, the, the uh, last week the Vikings made Aaron Rodgers look like he was reborn I, I don't think that the Vikings are that bad I do think that, I don't think that the Packers are that good I do think you get a little uh you get some value on the Lions this week plus six you got to hold your nose and do it I guess but I would probably to go back to your original point I would lay the three with Indianapolis and take them uh, a lot of people are thinking that they're really crappy and I think you're on the same side of that too uh, yes, I think I am. I think I am. And, and I'm curious, too, Detroit's opponent, Chicago, who looked just horrible for three quarters, mm-hmm. trailed by 17 yep. going into the fourth. They're now five and a half points, point favorites over the Giants this week. The Giants yep. could not move the ball at all against that Pittsburgh defensive that Pittsburgh front. Defense. Yes, I, I think Saquon will have more success. And I think five and a half is way too big of a number because I think Chicago and New York are closer than, than people are going to think after week one. And I think that the Giants plus five and a half is probably one of my favorite plays of the week. Well, you're on the right side of that. You know why? I'm looking at the numbers right now, Colby. It lines up 67% of the bet. That's usually the public. But the money, Colby, on that one, 88% of the money is coming in on the Giants, catching five and a half against that Bears team that wasn't really good enough 
and then Trubisky bails him out and everyone's thinking, oh, man, maybe it's his time. I don't think so. I think the Giants will have more success. I don't know that they win that game straight up, but I do think that catching five and a half is worth it, and I would sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Yeah, let's. Is, uh, that, is that your favorite play? Is that your favorite play? Uh, the money line, no, but plus five and a half, I think it is. I think Giants plus five and a half is my favorite play of the week because I think that those are two very evenly matched teams. And because New York just so happened to be matched up against Pittsburgh in week one, one of the best defenses they'll see all year, and Chicago just so happened to catch fire for 10 minutes in the fourth yep. quarter. They're now yep. favored by five and a half. I mean, they're closer to being yep. touchdown favorites than they are to being field goal favorites. And I just. I can't rationalize that. I, I it, it may not hit. Maybe the Bears win 30-24 to 24 or something, but I just cannot rationalize the Bears being nearly touchdown favorites against the Giants. They're just two closely matched teams. But what about the uh, Dallas Cowboys who, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, look, you know every year yeah. going in that it's going to be depressing, you're, you're going <laughs> to get excited, and then you're going to hate yourself by the end of the night. And that was pretty much what happened on Sunday. McCarthy goes for it on fourth and three from like the 12-yard line. Uh, rookie C.D. Lamb runs a two-yard route on fourth and three. In college, you might be able to get a yard after catch. In the NFL, yep. you get shut down as soon as you catch that ball. So Dallas takes the L, and now they're four-and-a-half-point favorites at home against an Atlanta team that got absolutely demolished by Seattle last week. Yep. You know what, Colby? You brought up all that stuff right there. That This is my favorite play of the week. I love Dallas catching just four. I think now is the time to bet Dallas. Dude, that line's going to go up. Uh, all you have to do is give four on Dallas. I, I'm not sure what the story is with Matt Ryan. Does he win any games anymore? I mean, are they an 8-8 eight eight team just for the rest of his career? I think they are. 68% of the uh, money on Dallas in this game. Uh, 49% of the bets, so the smart money's coming in on Dallas also. They're the better team in a lot of ways, plus they're in the spot. They're in a good spot. They're not even given a touchdown here. Uh, you don't have to lay a touchdown here. I, I think that they roll the Falcons. I think this is a. I think this is one where you might look at uh, an alternate line also and maybe lay 7 or 10 because I think they win this game pretty easily. Let me ask you this. Injury concerns. Starting linebacker, starting tackle, yep. starting tight yep. end, all out for the foreseeable future. That that give you any pause at all? Give the ball to Z. Give the ball to CD. I think that Prescott's got good games left in him. I still think that they're better than that Falcons team. Yeah, I think that they will score a lot of points. I don't think Atlanta's defense is very good, and I think Seattle exposed that last week. By the way, I was going to tell you, I, I ran a four-team parlay out last week. I had Seattle in a pick That was an easy winner. I had Tennessee on the money line, which ended up wow. being a winner thanks to Steven Goskowski yep. going one of five from uh, yep. from the field. What was the other one? I had um, I had one more easy cover. I had the Cardinals plus seven. That was an easy cover. Yeah, it was. The, the fourth game of my 14 parlay was the Dolphins plus seven and a half at New England. Yeah. Did you happen to see uh, how that game ended? Uh, I saw it because I loved the Dolphins in that game too. I was catching seven in that game, but it's straight up and fits magic did not fit magic. He threw an interception. They should have covered that game five different ways. Yes. Yes. Well, and especially at seven and a half, they were down by 10. They had a third and yep. goal at the six yard line with a minute and a half to go. So whether they score a touchdown or not, they're going to cut it to less than seven and a half. I mean, basically as long as you don't turn the ball over, it's an easy cover and Fitzpatrick just throws a God awful pick and it cost me. Yeah, I was getting 10 to one on that 14 parlay, put 50 on it at 10 to one. So not real happy with Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. Well, that's your fault for counting on Ryan Fitzpatrick, but also my fault because I fell for that trap too. <laughs> Real quick, Colby, on the on the overreaction stuff, just to sort of uh, pile on that, I love the Panthers getting eight against the Bucks. Are we sure Tom Brady isn't looking like old Tom Brady? Because 
It's different when you've got Bill Belichick and you're in a spot with the Patriots. I'd bet Tom Brady the next week after getting a blowout loss. I'm not sure that they cover eight against that Panthers team. I would be betting just the spot on that game, but I love the Panthers getting eight. The other side of that one, you talked about the Patriots. The Patriots, a little bit of an overreaction uh, that thinks that they shouldn't, uh, that they should have maybe blown out the Dolphins. I'm not sure. I don't know that the Seahawks are much better than that, but I'll take the Patriots catching three to four, basically, uh, on a, uh, on a, on a primetime game. I think that's a good spot for Cam. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm, I'm one of two there with you. I like the Seahawks minus the four. I'm just a big Seahawks guy. I don't know why. I, I always love the Seahawks. Uh, I love Russell Wilson. I think he's a top three quarterback in the league year in and year out. I do like the Panthers plus the nine. It took me all of about a quarter and a half on Sunday to realize that this is the most undisciplined team Tom Brady's ever played on in his oh, it's career. Brutal. It's brutal. They're so bad. They cost him first down after first down on both offense and defense. Yeah, and maybe they'll figure that out, but I, uh, I'll, I'll see it before I believe it. And nine is just a big, big line. Because the thing is, in the NFL at nine, the back door is always open. Plus nine. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. even yeah. you know, even if you would have had the Bears last week plus nine against the Lions, you'd have thought you had a loser through three quarters. The the back door is always open in the NFL. What about Broncos and Steelers? Pittsburgh is a seven and a half point favorite. I am yep. really liking the Broncos plus the seven and a half at Pittsburgh. Yep. Short, Drew week, looks Short week and they're traveling. Yeah, and Drew Locke looks good at times. Not so good at other times, but they were right there. Um, you know, that was a game that, what were they, plus three against Tennessee? Plus uh, three, plus four? Yes, they were, they were so plus they, three, yeah. They covered that number. I'm just not sure that uh, – I, I think this is probably a no play for me because I just don't see them being able to move the ball that well. Pittsburgh's defense, I think, is legit. I think that they could give the Chiefs a run for their money. I think they're worth looking at as a future at around 20 to 1, also. Because um, I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to come back and have a nice season. Uh, I just don't trust. I think maybe that the, I'm cheering for the Broncos to just sort of keep this one close. I could see this one being a seven point game late and then losing by 14. Yeah, that, that could very well happen. I just think seven and a half is too much. And I love the hook, Andrew. I mean, this is, I mean yeah. we're on the Buy the Hook podcast, and I love yep. getting the hook because, I mean, I just love to look up and see a 20 to 13 loser make me some money. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, 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 could cert- it certainly can, and or it certainly can. It, that hook there is worth uh, minus 120, minus 130 sometimes, even higher than that. Let me give you the other side of the hook. Six and a half. That's the line between Arizona and Washington this week. You think Arizona can back up a big win uh, against a team yeah. like Washington? By the way, against the NFC East leading Washington football team. That's a good point. Now, I don't know how that really counts as a win. By the way, if you're in any sort of survivor pool, uh, I think uh, the one that I was in, the one that uh, is the 75 entries, 33 of them eliminated in the first week thanks to the Colts, thanks to the Eagles. Uh, 49ers was a big one as well. So all three of those big favorites lost. I think this is an overreaction to some extent too. It might be sort of square to jump on Arizona, but I don't, I don't see how Washington sort of does that again. And I, I know that they got some nice play out of Haskins and everything, but that was more about Carson Wentz being, what's the term? Not very dynamic. And I don't think the Eagles line is very good either. Well, they're, uh, they're fighting that, a lot of injuries right now as well. Yep. That's right. So I, I think Arizona keeps this rolling. I think, I think that they're good enough to win this game. And I think that they're sort of like a um, bad example because recency bias, but the Milwaukee Bucks of season past regular season. 
they're young enough and they're hungry enough that I don't think they're going to take off weeks. I think Arizona is going to play. Uh, I think they're going to play hard for every week this season. Yeah, I like Arizona minus the six and a half. I think they. I, I really think they could beat Washington by seventeen. I think it could be a thirty-eight to what? What is that? Thirty-eight to twenty-one type game, something like that. I think Arizona runs away from them, so I really like that pick. A uh, couple more, and then we will call okay. it a day. We've got uh, okay. Ravens at Texans. The line on that one is seven. I don't know. You just yeah. talked about you keep betting the Texans. Are you are you uh, off of them finally, or is this just a no play? I think this is a square pick. If anything, I think I'm showing this at. I'm showing this at. Is that right? It opened at. Okay, it opened up a little bit higher. I'm seeing it. It opened at five. Has it already moved to seven? Colby, is that right? Seven is what I've got in front of me right now. Why wouldn't I have jumped on that at five? I'm, I just can't see pros sort of grabbing it if it goes higher than seven just because that seven and a half, Texans coming off of a bad loss, the Ravens coming off of an easy win. This is either a square Ravens play or a no play. I just don't see how you could back. I don't see how you could back Houston here. I Tell me a way that you could do that. 89% of the bets, 83% of the money. Uh, sorry, vice versa. 83% of the bets, 89% of the money on the Ravens. Tell me on how it possibly, possibly you could take Houston here. Yeah, the only way you could take Houston here is if you are just going with the theory that Vegas is smarter than we are and they're going to take all of our money on this game. That's the only way that you could back Houston here because Baltimore is so, so much better than Houston. It's not even funny. To me, that's a no play only because I think something tricky is going on with Vegas. That's the only reason it's a no play. But I'm seriously considering something because I I did go ahead and bet the Chiefs last week minus the nine on Thursday night football, which was an easy cover. Uh I am halfway considering just betting Kansas City to cover every week and thinking maybe I'll go 10 and 6 on those. Am I crazy? No, I don't think you are. Uh, And it opened at 6.5. What are you seeing it at right now? Right now, I've got it at 8.5. Chiefs at Chargers. Yeah, Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, the Chargers, 8.5 seems like too many, but again, you're basically betting on, if you don't think the Chiefs can cover that eight and a half, you're basically saying Mahomes is going to screw up. I don't see him doing that. I, I, I just, I'm not going to bet on the guy to fail at this point. I don't know why you would. So, yeah, I would, I would lay the eight and a half. I, w- I would lay the eight and a half, yes. I would definitely take Chiefs. That's the squarest of all square plays, too. You're looking at 91%, 86% of the money, so yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a ton of the money, but I, I really might just play the Chiefs every week um, of the season and, and expect that to be a moneymaker season long. Uh, survivor pools, before we get out of here, your, your two or three favorite survivor picks this week. Um, Chiefs? Chiefs, I, I, yep. I, don't, I don't play Survivor to, to say, who, do, who am I going to have in week 14? That's just not interesting to me to do that because, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, because I just don't, I don't like to jump ahead in a pool that all it takes is to stay alive. Uh, and, and Cowboys, that's my other play. I'd go Cowboys this week. Cowboys, wow, okay, I got you. Yep. Um, I think yep. obviously Chiefs and Ravens, I think you can run Chiefs and Ravens out just about any week and you're going to be in yep. good shape. But if you yep. wanted to, I, I think this is a good week to run out an Arizona team that plays in a really tough division that you won't use a ton of other times throughout the year. Uh, I think yep. at home against Washington, I think Arizona a is a good play. So that's probably where I'll be laying it this week. Uh, either Arizona, I've actually got two left, so I'm in yours, so I've, I've got three entries. This past week, okay. I had Buffalo and Pittsburgh were my yep. two winners. I had Philadelphia yep. for my third one. You talked me out of it on the podcast last <laughs> week, so I switched I it. I switched it to Indianapolis, and they got beat too, so it didn't matter. 
well, good. Now you have Philly if you need to bring them back. Yeah, I did exactly. talk to you about that. I said that was going to be the five team. That was going to be the one in your five team money line parlay that lost. Yeah, turns you out did. They, they. I, I was looking like an idiot in the first quarter when it was seventeen nothing, but turns out they couldn't move the ball after that. Yeah, so I think this week uh, my two selections. I think I'm going to use Jack, uh, not Jacksonville. I'm going to use Arizona and Tennessee against Jacksonville. Tennessee at home against Jacksonville. I know it's a short yep. week, but they're just going to give it to Derrick Henry twenty eight, maybe thirty times, and he's just going to. I think that's a good run one. people over. So uh, that's I, where I'm I headed this you, week. I gave you Buffalo last week. That was an easy winner, and then I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you Dallas this week. Yeah. All right. I like it. Good stuff. NFL games getting underway this, uh, well, I guess tomorrow and then full slate Sunday and Monday. So uh, good stuff. We will be back next week. Make sure you listen to our other podcasts as well. We're doing two a week. That way we can separate the NFL from everything else going on in the sports world. A little bit of college football, NBA, as well as the U.S. Open in our other podcast. You can find that all on the normal feed for By the Hook. Enjoy the NFL. We're back next week. Andrew, talk next week. Okay, sounds good. All right, good stuff. Thanks for listening to By the Hook.